Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Unveiled, a Go Loud original podcast with me, Nath Morrissey, and my lovely co-host, Neve Cullen. <laughs> we have a very special guest with us in the room today, a very, very good friend who has travelled all the way over from America to see me. Especially. See me only. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Miss Bonnie Ryan. Hello. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Delighted <laughs> to be here. Our first morning guest. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. An honour. And, and you're our only Our only. It's never <laughs> happening again. For context, it's 7.45 We in the have morning. to make space for, you know, a worthwhile guest. So. Oh, oh, thanks, gal. gals. You know, I'm an early riser, so appreciate it. Yeah. How early would you be now? I, I mean, we'll get into it before, but... Mm, probably like half five, six. I used to be five. I've kind yeah. of toned it down. Get a grip, you know. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's a journey. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's better now. I'd say like around half five. I'd get up. You'd wake up naturally. Um, it depends okay. on the day. Okay. Did I sleep the night before? Who knows? Okay. So there's depends. a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's okay. a lot of things that go into it. Okay. And for people who don't know you, will you give us a little quick synop on yourself, honey? Oh God, that's such a weird one, I isn't know, it? When people are like, "Who you are, your age, where you're from, who do you love, um, crush." <laughs> Hi, I'm Bonnie Ryan. I've recently just turned thirty-one. Woo! Um, so yeah, I do online. I'm a professional makeup artist by oh, trade, wow. and I do fashion and beauty online content creation. That's my job. I love it, and yeah, that's. That's, that's you. That's me. How well, that's not just me, actually. No. You know what? No, but there, I'll leave it there. For so me. how long have you been on that journey? Like yours has been quite a, I suppose, a short one, really, I would say, hasn't it? So I've been doing it for six years. Okay. I used to work in, well, first I, I used to sing, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> Uh, one, a beat. one hit wonder some people say it wasn't even hit but anyway it's a hit we'll take we have no hits <laughs> so um, yeah then I went into I worked in marketing and I quit that and I went into makeup six years ago and I was working as a full time makeup artist and then on the side doing Instagram and stuff and then that just kind of really took off and I pretty much went full-time into it and was still doing kind of wedding makeup and stuff alongside yeah. then when the whole pandemic hit you don't do. I stopped doing the makeup full-time and just was like 100% just Instagram really. So when did you like go on the journey of getting an agent and everything like that when did that kind of come into the mix for do you know what I actually wasn't even doing it that long I'd probably been creating content for a couple of months and I bumped into my agent at an event and she said to me and it's the agent I have to this day I've been with her for six years and she just said to me look I've been following you and I think that like you've so much potential and I think you have a great attitude and I'd love you to come in and have a chat with us and I signed with her within like a few weeks wow. and never left her side That's and amazing. yeah we've been working together ever since she's amazing she's literally like my momager that's your yeah. Jenner, that's so yeah, good. exactly. Well, Ben, I find your content just amazing from like your morning routines, which we'll get into, but like just your makeup content. I've been loving your Instagram lives lately, the detail that you go into. You've like done your smoky eye, you've done your skin. Yeah. Is that something that you really enjoy? Do you love giving like your top like, tips on makeup? I think, yeah, I think one thing that 
maybe sets me a little bit apart on my social is that like I do have the educational background of being a professional makeup artist. Mm -hmm. So I think that one gives me like something a little bit different, but two also like I'm always thinking that in the back of my mind when I'm creating content. I'm like, I know the people who follow me, like the majority of these people are just people who want tips Mm. like they're not makeup artists they're not professional they probably don't have like major skills even in makeup artistry and they just want to be able to put on a little bit of makeup and feel good and look good and I think because I've worked in the makeup industry and done like so many makeovers and weddings and I've talked to so many people I really understand that so that's why I really try and create simple content like not anything mad like stuff that's really easy to achieve and like even things just like doing an Instagram live say once a week mm-hmm. gives people the opportunity to kind of engage with you and talk to you and ask you questions then and there and you know what I loved actually one of your Instagram videos was like the evolution of Bonnie you know like when oh, yeah, you first I loved started that. wasn't that gorgeous yeah so funny like I loved making that but I was also like oh geez do I really want to like uh, all your skeleton reveal myself <laughs> like this no but I've been following you since back then you're mm-hmm. the one person I bought an InStyler because I've never used oh. it but you know <laughs> thank they're you. actually great I use mine yeah I was like I can't do this so no, it's really good you know if you want to buy it off me you can so I influenced you from the get go yeah That's major thing is it yeah. major but yeah no, that, I loved that content yeah. to see like the evolution so you should do that as well I should, you should. yeah yeah. It's an, do you know what I think it's a nice little look back for yourself mm. to be like because sometimes I think when you do like what we do Neve. yeah we work so much on our own and mm. like you know if you work in an office like you know and you hit your target or you do this you do that you know you have someone who's like oh that's great like well it's only you did that or when you work on your own you're kind of like you know is there anybody out there like does anybody like what I'm doing or did I do a good job am I on the right track am I you know making my way to where I want to go so I think it's nice to be able to have that stuff to look back and go like Jesus, you know, I've really Mm. come so much further than I give myself credit for. I think I'm always thinking of like, what's the next thing and what can I do next? And so I think even when I just kind of stopped to like make that video, I was like, oh my God, you know, from sitting in my bedroom in my mom's house on the floor with no lights, like nobody knowing what I do or that I was even like, you know, entering this industry to like where I am right now, you know, I still have a long way to go, but like I am really proud of how far it's come. Well, you've come like pretty far let's yeah. say I suppose one of the reasons she's not only here in Ireland to see us alas you're here <laughs> yeah. to launch your makeup range your collaboration with Sosu Cosmetics I know pretty major what the hell so, so major can you talk to us a little bit about that like process like how long has that been in the mix like I have no idea how that works in the back end so just bring us through it. so basically and this is the god honest truth Five years ago, I said to my agent, she was like, you know, I go in like, say, every few months and we come up with like, you know, what are your goals for the rest of the year? And five years ago, I went in and I was like, I'd love to do a makeup collaboration and really just like learn all about that and like really create my own products. And that's the goal one day. I'd love to do that. And she was like, who do you think you'd like to do? And I was like, well, I, I'm obsessed with Sosu. Mm. I was like, Sosu's like the brand that I, I love so much. And yeah. I feel that they're very on trend always. Like they're always on to like what's new. Mm-hmm. Like Suzanne and herself like is always on to the next hot thing, and you know, yeah. constantly evolving. And I love that about the brand. So I said that five years ago. And so, you know, 
you always hope that like, you know, your your manifesting will come to fruition. Yeah. But a full year ago, I had been working just as a brand ambassador for SOSU and I was speaking to the team and it kind of naturally just happened. They said like, look, what is the next thing you want to do? And I was like, you know, I'd love to do this. my own <laughs> range. And they were like, look, we really want you to do a range with us. And we're delighted to hear that, like, you know, that was, you know, kind of on your hit list. And then from a year ago, we started developing the products. Wow. So yeah. it would take a year from... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and even at that, that was us being, like, balls to Trying the wall. Trying to get the show like, on the road. really every day yeah. grinding on it. I have been the creative director from the get-go. That was wow. one of the things that I asked. And they gave me full creative control, which for somebody who's never worked in developing products is kind of, like... Daunting, probably. Well, daunting yeah. and also a little bit unheard of that they gave me such control. Yeah. So I yeah. appreciate it so much. And they really believed in me and backed me from the littlest thing to like, you know, I'd get my first sample and I'd be like, needs to be creamier, needs to be more pigmented. Yeah. We need it to last longer. We need mm. this, we need that. So like, it hasn't just been slap my name on it. I love a pinky nude lip. Yeah, this that's has been... what I loved about it. And I feel like it was such a natural like collaboration for you because you've worked with the brand so much, you yeah. know, all their products inside out. And obviously you being like a pro makeup artist with the education behind, yeah. you know, what product works. Mm-hmm. You also are a makeup artist who worked with, you know, younger clients, older clients. Yeah. So you knew... Exactly. what was probably missing and what you needed and what you liked that worked for a lot of different skin types, yes. a lot of different skin tones, yeah. you know, ageing for people who are younger or older. Like, I just thought it was the most amazing natural collaboration. So huge, congrats. Thank you. Can yeah. I ask you about the products, okay? So like, yeah. what would your holy grail product be out of if you had to pick? And actually, just tell us a little bit about the products as well. So we have an 11-piece collection. Oh, wow. So we have everything from like, I'm obsessed with cream products, I think. Cream cream I just feel like especially with doing so many like bridal parties like I do everybody from like if the little flower girl needs a little bit of gloss to Mm. the mum or the granny so I deal with all skin yeah no matter what age you are like I have I have done it and cream products I always have felt just make people look so healthy yes it's they're so realistic you can put your powders on over them if you want that more of a Mm -hmm. glam like you know night out effect but I just feel like they're the most healthy looking products so I really wanted to make sure that I had a lot of that in this collection so I'm obsessed with skin and I just wanted like skin to be the star of the show really yeah so we have our contour and glow set we have a liquid blush we have three lip kits which come with your lip liner and your lipstick and they're incredible. They're just the creamiest, most long-lasting, incredible thing ever. And we have a universal lip gloss that goes with all of them. We have a bag, we have a brush for um, making it super easy to apply the product and we have our lashes as well. So, wow, yeah, there's a lot in there. Ready to rock. Yeah. You're fully equipped. I am ready to go full face. Like, yeah. Is it out? Like, can we buy it yet? No, you can. Yes, you can. It is is in store, online, in select pharmacy and in the Sosu Dundrum uh, store. Wow. I can't no. wait to go out to that store. No, see like, your face. I'm buzzing. Like, I know I'm saying this and I'm like, I, and then I stop for a second. I hear myself saying all this and then I'm like, oh, I'm a bit chucked to the core by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. But you should be. That's unreal. And like, I hope yeah. you celebrate it because that's obviously a major milestone that you have. Oh, yeah. No, and I will. I think because you mentioned that you work with like all different kind of ages and skin types. 
just in your general, yeah. you know, what you think, do you think a lot of makeup brands miss a step by ignoring people who are that little bit older? Like, do you think with some I makeup think, brands? I think that, especially in the Irish industry, I actually think that we are really far ahead okay. in that world. And yeah. I think that we're getting a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the last few years, people have started to like, you know, really realise that, you know, makeup needs to develop as your skin is developing. Like, we're, yeah. you know, we need to cater to like our skin as it ages yeah, and be conscious of that. It's not just slapping on a load more makeup that's not going to make you look better. Mm-hmm. So it's about making sure that you have the right products that are going to just accentuate your skin and make you look healthy in the best version of you. And I think a lot of that as well, not just in the product formulation, but it's going to be in the marketing of it because, you know, as we get older, maybe not all those people are on Instagram and it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. finding different ways to target them and let them know like these formulas are for you as well. So like my mom is wearing everything from the collection. Obviously, now my mom looks phenomenal for her age. I won't reveal. Incredible. But but she obviously is old then me or else we wouldn't be mother and daughter and you know it is amazing on her and even my nana's getting a little goodie bag too so I you know it is important to make sure that the products are great for all skin Mm -hmm. and just wearable like gone are the days of sticking on I feel foundation that's like three inches deep and you're yeah. you're covering like up all your beautiful makeup. skin yeah do you know yeah but I, I think I mean anybody who follows you would know that you went on quite like a journey with your skin so I think it would be something that you would it's important yeah exactly so yeah. was that something that you always did you always kind of have a I would say an issue with your skin because like I'm 32 now and in the last year I've got like mm. adult acne as well yeah. I'm like what the hell where did this come from was it the same for you yeah do you know like I actually think since I was about eight I started getting like little breakouts okay um and then as I got older like my skin has always been I don't like saying bad because I feel it's such a negative word, but my skin hasn't been like clear skin. Like I have had acne growing up and it's kind of ebbed and flowed. Like sometimes like it's not that bad and then sometimes it is really bad. And I remember it was a good few years ago. I was like, I need to go and get on some sort of an antibiotic or something for this. And I went in to a dermatologist and they were like, okay, yeah, so your acne, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sorry, 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 could you go back for a second? And they were like, what? And I was like, I don't know why, but the word acne had me freaked out. I was like, you're telling me I have acne? Bonnie, look in the mirror. Bonnie, that happened to me too. She was like, so how long have you suffered with adult acne? I was like, are you going to look me in the face and tell me I have AA? You can't even say, don't even say (laughs) A, like don't even go there. I know, know. it's such a triggering word. Like, can you be gentle, please? Because I haven't accepted it yet. (laughs) Haven't accepted it. God, and that was a long time ago. So yeah, I have struggled with my skin for years. I went on Roactane um, before my wedding a couple of years ago and that really, really helped me. It's a serious drug though. You know, you're, you're in the doctor all the time and bloods and all sorts of stuff goes into it so it's not for everyone Mm. but even after I've come off it now my skin is amazing now like I'm really really lucky but when I get stressed and run down like I still get a bit of acne like I think it's something I'm going to maybe have to deal with for yeah and like you probably will if you found your sweet spot that you know for the most part it's going to be okay you probably can deal with that yeah Mm -hmm. so what would your like skincare routine be now like say for night time or you know what would be your oh my god so I'm really good (laughs) with um, list it out I'm really good with my skincare so I have a great great, uh, but I have to show this this was me last night girls 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my God. I take She's it seriously. I'm so, an LED girl. So for okay, anyone so, who's... Yeah, who can't see, I'm yeah. showing the girls a video and I have, <laughs> if you ever go in to get like your facial, sometimes at the end of your facial, they like stick this mod. It's like a space helmet yeah. on you and yeah. it's like LED, like a red light and then turns to blue light and it's really good for like kind of making sure, you know, you've no bacteria under your skin and that yeah. can help with like acne and stuff. So I actually bought one of them. I need to use it more. But that, was my, that was my first time using it last night and really? I, my mom was in stitches. First, I came out of the room and she let out a yelp and was like, what are <laughs> you? This Iron Man. She, yeah, yeah, she was like, like what are you wearing? <laughs> and I was just like, it's my new LED light. It gets rid of the bacteria that causes acne and Duh. heals your skin. <laughs> obviously, mom, get with the time. Yeah, educate yourself. Um, and do you think, though, you know, because obviously, as I know, you're on Instagram the whole time. Did your skin ever like affect your confidence? Like, were you ever like, oh, God. I'm dreading coming on out to do a makeup tutorial or would you would have avoided, yeah. you know, makeup and focused on fashion more when your skin yeah. was bad? Or how did you cope when like your flare-ups were bad? Yeah, I think this is even something that like I'm still kind of dealing with. I, yeah. you know, when it's good, you forget that it was bad. Yeah, of course. And like, you're like, life is great. Yeah, I, I'm gorgeous. This is fantastic. Yeah. My skin is clear. And mm-hmm. you, you do take it for granted. And then when I do get a flare-up, it massively knocks my confidence and like even like two weeks ago like I had my skin did have a bad breakout and I was just like I can't record anything I was embarrassed I was like how can I come on and be telling people look this is how I'm going to make you look and feel great if I feel like shite yeah you know I was like I'm just embarrassed and I think everyone's looking at it and then I'm washing my face 25,000 times when that's actually I know that's the wrong thing to do it's not that I'm dirty that's not why this is happening yeah yeah. so it definitely even to this day it's a massive trigger for me and I feel like I'm very self-conscious of it I think that everybody's looking at it when in fact I know they're not because when it's not broken out I don't even notice somebody who would have a spot or acne Mm -hmm. I don't see that I just see them I don't see their skin but I think people actually probably would appreciate the vulnerability of like coming on if you're feeling that way because people like we say this all the time people are so sick of that whole polished unrealistic you know thing so and I do think I, I do even on the days when I'm like, oh my God, like I don't want to do this. Like I still come on and I speak very openly about my skin. Yeah, and that's good. Try and take people on the journey of saying like, look, obviously I feel crap about it right now. But at the end of the day, like, look, it's just skin yeah. and... I'll tell you what I'm doing and as soon as anything changes and I'm able to give any advice and tips on it I do And but like yeah there's no doubt if you feel like you look like crap you oh, feel crap forget yeah. it the day's done yeah don't look you me know. in the eye like if your outfit is bad or your blow dries crap oh. Oh. come here three holy grail skincare products off the top of your head that people I know I want to know oh okay retinol Okay, yeah. I'm going to keep you young. Very good. I would definitely make sure you have a retinol in your routine. Mm -hmm. Add it in slowly, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Retinol burns a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) add it in slowly. Speak to your dermatologist first. SPF. If you're not wearing SPF, you're living in the caveman era. Like... It is the thing that's going to save us. I know. Um, and yeah. bring it down your neck, ladies. <laughs> um, and then I just love things like I have like an antioxidant serum that I use in the morning and the evening. It's so soothing. And I just love something light like that. It just makes me feel nice and glowy and hydrated. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel since, because obviously for those who don't know, you've relocated at the yeah. moment. You're in, is it San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. And so do you feel the sun has made like a positive impact to your skin at all? No. No, great. Okay, well, that's oh. that then. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I am turning into 
a giant freckle. I wear sunglasses. I wear factor <laughs> 50 on my face and I wear a cap. It's like, you know, who do I think I am? Like, you know, JLo. But I'm like, no, I'm just trying to protect that I don't get a full moustache of freckles because yeah. that's what happens to me. I, you tan, Bonnie? No. You're a pale girl. No, like I that. am a pale... That, that's why I wear 10 layers of tan. <laughs> like, I just go from white to red and then turn into one large We're going to look so good when we're sick. That's oh, what yeah, people I'm keep telling, telling me, but I'm like, do I need to wait till 60? Well. Bonnie, like it's it. what gets me through the 40 degree yeah. low key. I'm I like, look like... Low key. Yeah, I know. But sorry, we've spoken about immigration a lot on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Just like the cost of living. Thanks, babe. And just the cost of living in Ireland. But is this going to be a permanent move for you for San Fran? Or is it temporary? Or what can you tell us about San Francisco? Do you know what? I'm just taking it really week by week, to be honest. I think I I went into it like for certain Dublin's my home. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I'm coming back to Dublin. Like, sure, I'm I'm actually back in Dublin more than I'm actually over in California, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I'm here all the time, mm. which is lovely. But, like, it's always going to be my home. So I'm coming back 100% as a full-time thing. You will be. I just don't know when exactly it's going to be. Okay. I'm just kind of having a bit of fun right That's now. That's kind of you know? a really nice like, place to be. Yeah, I'm like, take it one step at a time. I'm enjoying myself. I never did a J1. I never went traveling. Okay. And I feel like we went on our honeymoon last year and we went went away for six weeks. It was the longest I've ever been away for. Where did you go on your honeymoon? We went to Mexico, Florida, South Africa, Bahamas. <laughs> you really it was big. epic. Like, yeah. um, Now, we didn't go straight after our wedding. We came home and saved back up. Yeah, and then we went away a few months later, which anyone getting married, I would highly advise waiting before you go on your honeymoon because <laughs> it gives you something to the look focus. forward to. Yeah, There's no like yeah. downer after the wedding because you're just like, well, I'm going on my holiday soon. Mm. But I think after myself and John got back from that we were like god that was just unbelievable and like we just really loved traveling and had so much fun together and we were like if we ever got the opportunity you know we had said that in the past like in the last two years if we ever got the opportunity to travel I think at this point in our life we'd have to just you know grab it and just do it so it gave you the itch yeah it gave us the itch and then an opportunity came up where we were going to be able to do it and we just looked at each other and we just said if we hate it we come back literally yeah yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're so close with your family. Like yeah. you come as a pack, the rest. Yes. And even like <laughs> we're a little wedding, spooky like that. Like even like your mum's sister and their family. Like you all come as like a big pack. Do yeah. you miss them at all when you're in San Fran because you are all so close? Yeah, I think that was my big worry was not being here. Like I'm the organizer in my family. Mm-hmm. I organize like. They honestly can't even get a Sunday lunch together without me being around. Like, they're so unorganized. <laughs> so I kind of organize everything. And I think I was most worried because I'm so I'm so protective. I'm so, like, organizing and, you know, I do everything. And I just was so scared, like, I'm going to go away. And, you know, I just didn't want to leave them in the lurch. Yeah, like, yeah. And so I think yeah. that was the thing I was most nervous about. And like that, I'm extremely close to them. Like myself and Babs, like she's the first person I text every, that's my little sister. Mm -hmm. She's the first person I text every single morning and last thing at night. And we're all just obsessed with each other. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like that was a massive thing that I was like, you know, I live beside my mom and I live beside my sister and, you know, that was going to be very different. And 
it's definitely an adjustment but FaceTime is the best thing ever and I think that that really makes me feel like I'm not far from them Mm. and then also the fact that I keep coming home all the time. That definitely helps. (laughs) That definitely helps. Do you find like because we kind of were speaking about this on the pod as well that like the older you get and like the more you go into your basically when you're not in school or not in college it's not as easy to make friends Mm. because obviously you're not running in those social circles you know five days a week or whatever and especially I suppose like your roles a lot of the time can be kind of insular you know when you're working yourself. Have you found that in since your move that it's been tricky to make friends or is that something that's on your radar? So I think that when we were moving away we both said to each other look if we make friends great if like John is genuinely like I know people say it's like and it sounds like a bit sappy but like he really is actually my best friend like we have yeah. the crack with yeah. each other. John like, is the most amazing person ever. He's like, like ever. husband of the year. Yeah. He's the funniest kindest caring. I know. It's Gat- almost annoying. He's like, like how much everyone loves him. Relax. Yeah I'm like <laughs> hilarious. I'm yeah I'm like for he's God's sake. He's probably one of the funniest people. I know. He's he can do every accent under the sun. I know. He's just amazing. He's absolutely he's like, yeah, we got- get it. I know. No, <laughs> he, he genuinely though is like the best person ever. So we did say, you know, if we go over and we make friends, great. Mm. If we don't, we have the crack with each other. We're happy out. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. And also we know this isn't a forever thing yeah. and we have our best mates at home. Yeah. So like friends be a we, we have our crew. Yeah. But in saying that, we have actually made a couple of mates. There's a nice little Irish crew over there. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, we do. There's a little Irish crew everywhere. Yeah. And also I think just join like a PT class or something if yeah. you're trying to make friends. Yeah. Like that's what a I've gym done. Class yeah, I'm like in, I'm in, in a gym yeah. class and I'm like, now I don't know if they 100% get my humour. <laughs> definitely That's different Irish girl like again. they're like I'll say things like you know and I, you know me Neve, like I'm a bit sarcastic and a bit, a bit <laughs> all dry all your family members are that which is like, my humour is a bit dry and a bit black mm. and like I might say things and then they're like what like I've made a friend her name is Vic and she's so lovely and when I first met her I made a couple of like dead dad jokes and she was like oh, she didn't know really how to take me I don't think she was like Oh my god! But now she gets it. She's just like, oh yeah, this is just you. you. Talk about this is just yeah, yeah. You are so open with all of that. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. For me, that's like my coping mechanism. I think. Yeah. And like, have you like like I said there that like you're real close to all your family. And when I mean the Ryan's run in a pack, (laughs) they literally (laughs) you can see them coming. They like Mm. come together everywhere, which I absolutely love. But were you always all so close, or was it with your gorgeous dad's passing that? you know, you just all became tighter knit. I think we were always extremely close. Like there's five of us. So there's only like a two or three year gap between each of us. Now from the top to the bottom, like there's a 14 year gap, but in between we're all quite close. So we have grown up being best friends. And I think that when my dad died, like that was really a thing that got us through was we were all so close and just were able to lean on each other for that, you know. So I'm lucky that they're all fairly sound. Yeah, they are. You know? And where what age were you when your dad passed? Seventeen. Jesus. I was just a baby, like. And it's funny at Neve, like at the time I thought I I thought I knew everything. <laughs> I thought I was yeah, an adult. <laughs> I've life sussed. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I look back now and honestly, I feel so sorry for me then. I'm just like, I was just a kid. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea what the hell was about to come down the road for me after that. Like, oh. you know, and how it was going to impact my life. 
and how young I was. Yeah. Like I was so young and... I feel like at 17, like you're at such a vulnerable age, you're kind of coming into like, you know, womanhood, like you're leaving school, secondary school. You're not even though, like I feel like you think you are, but like 17 is like a full on child. Yeah. Like it's not womanhood. But when you're in, when you are 17, you think you're older than you are, which kind of makes you... And friends were starting to really like go out and, you know, they were getting into such an exciting time. Yeah. And I was just... I just retreated. I was yeah. like, oh, can't. Like, how can I go out and celebrate and, like, you know, have the crack with people? And it was just a very funny time and yeah. a funny age for it to happen, I think. Would Greece still hit you, like, today? With that? Yeah, I think that, like, it will forever. Yeah. And it comes and goes in, in different times in my life. Mm. And you'd think it's the big things. Like, you would think you know, did it hit you the day of your wedding yeah. or on Christmas Day, you know? Mm. But, like, I'm like, they're actually not the days that it it hits you. Like, it, it is just the mundane days when mm. you yeah. just would love. And I think as well, like, the older I'm getting and the more I'm learning who I am as yeah. a person and, like, you know, kind of coming into my own. And I really feel like I am kind of still evolving. Like, I'm only mm. evolving into who I am as an adult. Like, I used to think 30 was, like, you're a full adult and I'm like yeah. I'm really so old. yeah I'm really yeah. only learning who I am now I think and it's mm-hmm. like now I'm kind of like god it would be so cool now if my dad knew me like I would love to have a relationship with him at this age and yeah. you know get to talk to him about like I don't know just mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. mature stuff like not mm-hmm. just like dad being dad like I'd love yeah. for him to have known me as like a woman yeah and, and you might yeah. see your, like the older I get now I'll see traits in one of my parents and I'm like oh shit I'm actually really like that now whereas yeah. like before you wouldn't you know that sort of a thing yeah so yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah and you have like I feel like everyone in their life has experienced you know grief but to lose a dad is like really huge but yeah. I suppose how do you cope with that and do you have any advice for a listener you know tips or advice you know how yeah. you cope with grief and what helps you I think even if you're somebody like, and look, it hits everybody at mm-hmm. some point in their life. But if yeah. you're somebody like me who maybe like, you know, my dad died like just like 14 years ago or something at this point. Um, I think people might think I have it all figured out and I know how to deal with it. Mm. And I think it's a learning experience <laughs> yeah. with every year. Mm. Yeah. And you might think you have it all figured out and then it might just hit you. Um, Mm -hmm. My best advice is to like be kind to yourself and let yourself feel the emotions. I think I'm now looking back on how I dealt with it growing up and I don't think I dealt with it in the best way. I think my way of coping was bury this Mm. shit deep, deep down and act act like it's fine and be a pillar of strength for my siblings and for my mom and I'm a really good listener and I'm, Mm. you know, I don't want to put my own stuff that goes on in my life on other people. Yeah. And I think that the way I dealt with it was just, you know, you be the strong one for everyone. Like, I didn't even cry at my dad's funeral. Mm. I was like, I've got to be strong. Like my sister was 10. I was like, you know, I've got to hold this together for for the rest of the people, for everyone else. And I think that now I'm like, that will mess you up so much Mm. more than actually just being vulnerable and like letting out your cries when you need to cry. Or if you want to scream, scream. If you don't want to see your friends that week, like you don't have to, do everything or yeah. be everything to everybody mm. you know yeah. put yourself first and allow yourself to feel the feels because 
no matter what they are inside you and they're going to come out in other ways like and there's just no two ways about it so I think surround yourself with good people who you feel you can talk to and be your honest true self yeah and I just want to echo what you're saying there you really are probably one of the strongest people that I know and even when I was going through my bad two years you were generally one of the people I did lean on and like to put it in a nutshell like you were such a good listener you gave the best advice and like what you just said there you would constantly tell me to feel my emotions surround yourself don't be afraid keep talking to me you'd always check in on me and I just think you're just such an amazing person so congrats on everything and I feel like I'll go well you were such a good friend and I feel like you are so strong and I feel like anyone who follows you and if you don't follow you you give out such an important message and we'll probably get into that now because I know you manifest a lot of things yeah. but like even like your morning routine is so inspiring and I think that's part of your kind of coping mechanism everyone you get up yeah. and you seize the day and you have these things that you tick off that make you feel good that's going to set you off on the right track totally. and if anything you've inspired me because I remember when I was in the pits and the depths of despair I know I'm texting poor Neve like oh, five in the morning you up? yeah you up <laughs> she's so good she texts me she'd be like how about you go to the gym and I'm like yeah you're dead right and honestly it helped yeah. me so so much so where did that motivation because I feel like for anyone who doesn't follow you, go follow her because you'll wake up in the morning and she'll post and you're like, okay, Bonnie's up and she's doing her I meditation. I need to get my ass up. Yeah. Or I need to just even roll over and be half awake. And just <laughs> Did you have like a struggle with sleep? Yeah. So basically it kind of happened. So I moved into my house with John at this point, like what, like four years ago? Oh, it was yeah. just before I got engaged. And you would think that that, you know, we just bought our first house. So exciting. Mm-hmm. We just got engaged. And you would think, God, that's like, should be the happiest time of your life. Mm -hmm. And in actual fact, I went into like kind of a a bit of a bad place. Like I wasn't in a good mental space. Life was just kind of, I felt on a snowball like effect for me. And I don't even know where it came from. I think these things can just hit you out of nowhere. But I felt like, you know... And as well, with working alone, sometimes that can kind of accentuate it. And, you know, the alarm would go off. I'd roll over. I'd be like, oh, sure, there's nobody. There's, yeah. I live alone. Yeah. There's no one. John's gone to the office. Nobody can knows if I don't get out of bed. Like, yeah. And, mm. you know, I work for myself. You know, if I really don't want to do it, I don't yeah. have to do it today. And, you yeah. know, I just kind of fell into a bad pattern. And John went away for, he had a work thing. He had to go away for, for two weeks and I woke up on the first morning, same pattern as usual, and just was feeling so crap about everything. I just was not in a good space. And I just said to myself, like, something has to change here. Mm-hmm. Like, this can't be the way my life is. And my God, I have gotten through some really crappy things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to let whatever this funk is I'm in be the thing that gets me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. and just walk. I'm just going to go on a walk. And I that's the only thing I'm going to plan for the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what will come of it Mm. and it just all spiraled from there yeah and I learned about myself that if I have like a pillar of checklist in the morning in the morning of all the things that they might not be important to other people but they're the important things to me and if I get them done before I have to sit down and jump into the world of work and emails and Mm. calls and Mm. filming and all that kind of stuff I do if I can get the things that I enjoy and make me feel good done before I start that day, 
I'm off to a winner. Yeah. And whether that's listening to a motivational podcast, going on my walk, doing my PT, eating a healthy breakfast, a little bit of meditation Mm -hmm. or journaling. You don't have to do it all. But it's just like picking things from that list that I want to do that morning Mm -hmm. that are going to set me up, I believe, for a successful day. Yeah has changed the course of my life over the last few years. And even, that's not to say like every day is a good day for me because it's not. But it means that I have coping mechanisms to deal with when my days aren't good. (laughs) They're like your tools, essentially. Totally. Yeah. And they just help me get out of the funk a little bit quicker than I would have before. Yeah. And they say, I don't know if any of you have read that book, uh, The 5am Club. Oh, yeah. Anatomic Habits. I have definitely not read that book. Um, No, but (laughs) actually, you're so right. What you've all said is it's like about putting, implementing tools before you actually start your day of work. Yeah. So The 5am Club, if anyone hasn't read it, I totally recommend it. It's actually... What Bonnie do- what Bonnie has just said, it's about putting yourself first before you yeah. enter into your day and doing all these little nice things for you, but getting up that little bit early and then obviously you just need to keep consistent at it because it is hard yeah. getting up at that time. But I think once you're consistent at yeah. it. And look, you, know, you don't have to be the person who gets up. I'm not saying you have to be the person who gets up at five. five. No, no, no. Maybe you just get Twice. up 20 minutes yeah. earlier than yeah, you need to to be ready. Mm. And you sit in bed and you maybe just write down like your three things that you want to get out of the day and three reasons like, you know, that you're grateful for, mm. you know, yesterday or whatever it might be. And just being conscious of your thoughts and like, you know, your intention for the day I think is a massive game changer and I know a lot of people can hear people say that and go uh, okay well like I'm feeling so crappy and like yeah your your gratitude journal is going to do nothing for me or your my the walk at 6 30 is going to do nothing for me oh my god these little things are the big things yeah. and they can change your life yeah I think like from following you and then speaking to you today it's very clear you're a very disciplined person. Mm-hmm. I think that would just come out. So like, have you always been like that? And like, what do you do on the days where you're not really feeling the discipline? Do you just do it anyway? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Talk us through. How have you always you been like focused? that? I, I think I am outrageously competitive. <laughs> that is so true. It's so true. Like almost to my, like it's, my downfall I think I am so competitive and not with other people like with me (laughs) okay so if yesterday I got up at 5 30 and I did my checklist Mm. and my day went well and blah 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 I can tell you there is no way I'm not waking up when that alarm goes off today to get to my PT to write because I'm not letting yesterday's girl be better than today whoa like (laughs) I don't know where it came from I don't know why I'm like have you always been like that yeah, I've been the most. You should have seen me at Sports Day in primary school. Nobody was saying. Nobody is winning that egg. Also, spoon. get out of the way. I know Bonnie from years ago. We did NPAS. Actually, Lottie was my dance teacher, and Bonnie was up front and center, being like, okay, I need to do that again. I need to be better. Yeah. And then we became friends later years in life. And do you remember we went on a trip to London and we went to like one of those gym classes? Yeah. And Bonnie was I'm, like nearly on her deathbed. She was like, I have to do it again. I was actually scared. <laughs> we, had many rounds I, we, we had started to. To myself and Eve like had started to become friends just before yeah. that and then like the competitive side of me really came out and I remember being like and like obviously Neve's like gym girl Neve, and I'm competitive too as well and I I won, met my man I was anyone safe in that room no <laughs> so I won the, the gym it was it was like you had to hit a certain amount of sprints or something yeah. and you won I won but I was like 
I did it. Oh my and God. like, and then I left and I was like, I was well, I've just lost a friend. She was like, I did it. She was like, really I was like, she's out. going to, I was like, that, that was a, a no, really actually, great new friend and now I've just ruined everything. It was nice it last. I have yeah. to say, I really appreciated it. I was like, yes, girl. Yeah, I think you kind of, you got my personality. You're like, okay, this girl's crazy. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a bit like me. Yeah, yeah. So that must probably, well, like, it's not that it must, but maybe it makes sense because I know you like lean into kind of the manifestation element of life a lot yeah. as well. So like, we were talking about this on our podcast before, like, what do you do when, like, how do you deal with the knockbacks when you manifest something and it doesn't actually transition to how it should be? So I think one of the things in manifestation is that it's not that it hasn't happened, it just hasn't arrived yet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's one of the (laughs) things that they, like, that, like, anything I read on it or anything I, you know, have listened to about Mm -hmm. it, it's like, it's not that, that, door is closed and Mm. it's not going to open it just hasn't happened yet and then I just think okay well why like what are the reasons and like manifesting isn't about going like you know I want to I'm just going to pick something trivial I want to hit half a million followers on Instagram Mm -hmm. or something like I'm just Mm. picking whatever it might be or I want to buy a house yeah like if that hasn't happened yet it doesn't mean that's not going to happen Mm -hmm. but you don't just say it okay yeah that's what I want the manifesting is now like, how do I get there? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are the yeah. things that you have to work your butt off? Like, what yeah. do I do to get to that position? Yeah, like, you know, so you would just kind of have unwavering faith in it. Yeah. Okay. I think you kind of have yeah. to be no, a no, little bit I mean, crazy and I like because we spoke about this that like mm. how it's not just okay, I want that and it's going to arrive. Like no. it's kind of cause and effect. Like yeah. you name it, which, and, and I think that's why people think manifestation is this wishy-washy yeah. thing because I think they think it's a spell or something. A, a little bit of fairy dust and I sprinkle it around me and I say, oh, I want this. Mm. And, you know, a couple of months later, like it appears on my lap. That is not manifestation. Manifestation is your dream. Visualizing. Vi- visualizing it and then putting the steps in place that are going to work towards getting to that thing. Yeah. 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 So I think people are missing that middle ground of the work and mm. what you do yeah, to get there. It's yeah. almost like you're just goal setting. What is your goal and yeah. how bad do you want it? And what you need to do to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, really. Yeah. I think she's yeah. cracked the code. There you go, gals. That's how <laughs> you do it. Win in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, come here. We've honestly adored having you on. And thank you for just coming over for the pod I mean, oh you're so good anything, to fly back anything for, for you. your flights yeah. it's all good oh, don't you dare <laughs> don't you no, dare don't you dare no. do not dare <laughs> but I just me and Nessa just want to say the biggest congratulations on your big so yeah, soon launch nice. we're very like so proud of you you deserve it so much so and cool. the collection is out now so everyone go buy it yeah. buy it tag me I can't wait to see how yeah. beautiful yeah. you look yeah, yeah. big again. rides So we're coming to the end of our podcast and we have a question for you. So what we do at the end of each pod when we have a guest, the previous guest will leave a question for the next guest. Okay, nice. So our last guest was Mr. James Kavanagh. Love James. (laughs) He left an interesting question for you. Oh, okay. Well, I love him after this. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) No, he's just a bit gassed. So he said, when was the last time you had sex and where? (laughs) Was where in it? I thought or is that so. you being a perv? Or you just being a <laughs> I think that, that didn't I mean, I mean, we must listen to it back. Sorry if it, it didn't say where. Okay, I feel where? like I'm probably a disappointing guest to get for that question because, like, I'm married I'm, I'm married. So, like, 
in my bed with my husband <laughs> during the week. Freaky. It's like, you know, with the candelabra in the kitchen. Mr. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, like, sorry, such a boring answer. Like, unless yeah. you want me to go into the detail. No. <laughs> a lady, like, yeah, a lady never kisses and tells. <laughs> sorry, James. I'm a terrible guest to have been on after you. Well, such no. a boring answer. Imagine I gave something wild, though. I was like, you know, the back of the car. Yeah, or like you probably the did with somebody else. <laughs> Ooh, no, 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 no. We've no infidelity here. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely not. So for our next guest now, you have to leave a question. So what question would you leave for our next guest? Okay, so my question is going to be, what three things are you most proud of yourself today? Oh, oh look at that, Bon. Yeah. Well done, you. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so beautiful. Nothing no sexual here. <laughs> and where? <for> me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. I definitely. Yeah, where was it, Bonnie? <laughs> Why did you do it, Bonnie? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for thank coming in, Bonnie. We thanks love you, loads. You girls. And that is the end of our pod. And yeah, thanks so much. See you later. Bye. Bye. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey. A Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.